Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you bi-weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from virtual CFOs, CPAs, and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you the results you need both in business and building the life you deserve. so much for tuning in to episode number 92 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today my co-host, Jamie Staley, our resident expert in the dental world, is going to be interviewing our guest. So first, I will welcome Jamie Staley. Good morning, Megan. It's great to be here. Looking forward to our guest today. Yeah, so am I. And our guest is an enthusiastic leader who finds joy in solving the toughest problems entrepreneurial companies face, team engagement, scalability, and a need for appropriate infrastructure. She is dentistry's expert in applying an operating system in dental groups to help them clarify their vision, focus on what matters, and achieve improved team health. She has unique expertise and the ability to weave together sound business systems and team development strategies. Her development programs have empowered leaders and executives to find more joy in their work and control of their business. Josie Sewell has one goal, to make work a joyful place to be, and we are excited to welcome her to the show today. So welcome, Josie. Thank you so much. I also have to say, like, I feel like your name, the you said Spicer, right? Yeah. I feel like that's like it definitely needed to be on a podcast or radio or something. <laughs> I thought that when I listened to the other episodes. So thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, I married into that name. So I went from one that was very hard to pronounce, a Dutch name, to now Spicer. So it's a lot easier for people. <laughs> yeah, I love it. My daughter's thanks. determined she's not going to change her name, but we'll see about that. That's that's good. <laughs> so we are so excited to chat with you today. And I, like we said, we were kind of planning before we hopped on and hit record. Jamie has all the expertise in this area. And I'm going to kind of leave it to you two experts to explain because we want, really want to focus this episode for dental practice owners and really, you know, provide the most value here when it comes to an operating system. So if you own a dental practice, you don't have an operating system, and you think that might be able to help you, listen up. Yes, we're super excited to have you today, Josie. Josie and I met through a mutual client, and they're such a great client. They're doing a lot of amazing and innovative things within the dental industry. So I'm really excited. And, you know, they started working with Josie and I've seen a lot of great improvements and successes come out of that. So part of the reason we're having you here is because we know it really does work. So if you can just start out from the top and just talk to us a little bit more about what is a dental operating system, that'd be great. Absolutely. So we're used to the term operating system or OS as it relates to like our phone or our computer, right? Like Mac OS or iOS. So the operating system there helps make sure that all of the different pieces and parts will act as a cohesive whole. So when I move my mouse and I click in an app or use the printer, it all works well, right? So we're not speaking about technology when we're talking about this operating system. This is more of a business operating system. So it's really the foundation, the ground rules, the habits that really help harness human energy and create a common language 
for the team to help us grow. This is really great for entrepreneurial companies, companies that are growing, you know, much more larger established companies have probably already adapted a lot of these habits or even processes. But um, this is really to help get us organized. And so it's funny, a lot of people ask me, like, what is an operating system and why do I need one? And sometimes the, the memory that comes to me is I met with one of my clients and they were reaching out wanting to know, like, should I implement this? I don't know. And he was growing a dental group and he was um, he's over in the northeast. And so you can imagine kind of that little like rougher personality. And he said, Josie. This us growing this dental group, it went from like, this is a lot of fun to like, what the F are we doing really quick? And so we really need some help. So sometimes I tell people when you feel like you're in like, what the stage are we doing? The operating system helps you get through that and really start to organize your team, your energy, get clear about who you are, where you're headed. And really, um, again, just kind of like pull all of that energy together to make sure that the different departments and the different people and the different things going on are acting as a cohesive whole. Yeah, I definitely have found that within our firm, we've also kind of created more of an operating system. And to your point, it just, it, it becomes to a point of like, I'm not sure what we're doing, who's doing what, when we're doing it. You know, it really helps to kind of bring things together so that people are on the same page, you know what's happening you kind of have the meeting of the minds on a more regular basis and a more, you know, consistent structured basis, which I know a lot of people push back against structure. I'm actually amazed our client is doing this because this is very against his grain of wanting so much structure. But I can tell you, they have jumped leaps and bounds since when they started this. So it's really important. It's just so easy to put your head down and just do day to day things and just not be able to kind of get you know, that, um, you know, mojo flowing in the right direction, because there's so many things that pop up that are not necessarily part of the plan that take you off track. And then you kind of lose your sense of purpose and like where you're going. So I find it's really helpful to just kind of keep everybody in on the same page. And the more and the bigger your team is, the more important it really is, because otherwise, everybody's kind of going off and doing their own thing. And you're just not able to kind of keep that consistency. Absolutely. You know, one of the greatest misconceptions I think um, that I find in all of the teams that I work with is that the team actually sees the vision or understands the vision or knows where the company is going. And so like the mutual client that we're talking to, he's very much a visionary. And so it's really important for him to continually share that vision and help, you know, make those little tweaks along the way to make sure we're really clear about where we're going. And also just to bring people along. So, you know, your point about being structured, a lot of people hear that word and they think, oh my gosh, you're going to put me in this box. And what I love about a great operating system, whether you use something like EOS or scaling up or system and soul, or, you know, ours is specific to dental, is it really does help that structure helps create freedom. And a lot of people have that misconception. So we don't have a desired like outcome that this is what your business is going to look like. What I love about it is when it's implemented well and done well, it helps you become the best version of yourself and helps your company become the best version of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That is totally true. 
Can you talk to us a little bit about why you think dental practices specifically really need this operating systems? You know, it, it may depend on the type of dental practice you are, but, you know, is there a benefit for a small dental office to have it? Or is this just if a bigger offices or if you have multiple offices? What's your perspective on that? You know, I think that it's it's really important for any size dental practice. I happen to have a lot of experience. I'm a you know previous COO of a dental group and spend my world and my time around other emerging dental groups. But I absolutely have like single location practices that I have personally coached and found it to be really valuable. So the reason that it works and is needed so much in dentistry is we have these clinicians that are business owners, right? And they've been taught a very systematic, methodical way how to take care of patients and how to fix teeth and how to help people achieve health. But they they did not get a lot of business training. They definitely didn't get HR training. And so when you utilize an operating system, it helps create this systematic, methodical way to lead your team to make sure that you're keeping track of the most critical functions in your business and just gives you really good business practices that unfortunately they don't teach in dental school, which, you yeah. know, you, you know, you guys yes. come in and, and help add that business expertise for a lot of dental. Yes. Companies. It's definitely something we see a lot. It's just not having, having such a great understanding of the dental work that they're doing and how to run the office and deal with their team in general, but just that financial sense you know, there's just a lot of dentists that don't have that background or that perspective, or just that's not their strong suit, right? So that's where we come in and try to help explain it. And it sounds like, you know, also they could use this operating system to kind of have a better sense of, you know, again, you could be a great dentist and great at performing the procedures, but can you get a whole team together? Can you get them on the same page? Can you get them working well? You know, those are things that are not, you know, you don't, Really, none of us learn that specifically <laughs> in college or when we go to school, um, and yet we get thrown into the workforce and bam, you know, people aren't getting along. How do I deal with that? I'm in charge of everybody. You know, how do you deal with those problems that come up? So, yeah, I definitely think dental practices can really use this operating system. There's just so much going on on a daily basis that, again, having the structure and connection with everyone to know what they're doing and why they're doing it is really important. Yeah, you know, we also, I mean, we used another operating system ourselves whenever we were growing our dental group. And then, you know, and, and it's a, like I'm a previous certified EOS implementer. And my practice grew so quickly because um, when people found out, one, I, like I'm a hygienist by training and I've helped run a dental group. So when they found out, oh, you know what this is, plus, you know, dental, my practice grew quickly beyond what I could even handle myself. And then EOS had to change their business model, which I actually am still a huge proponent of EOS. I send other businesses to other implementers. You know, I still have regular meetings with implementers who are helping support dental companies and want to know a little bit about it. And so, but what we, we came to that fork in the road when EOS went to a franchise agreement, and there was just so much more that I wanted to focus on in dental that we took, you know, this leap to create our own system. And that's the reason that my business partner and I, Eric Roman, partnered with the DEO, the Dentist Entrepreneur Organization, which is where we've built this, this dental operating system. But it was, it was things like, you know, whether it is starting from like, what does your org chart look like? And looking at it in one sense, there's a nuance to dentistry, right? Like, 
what happens with these licensed professionals who also work with a young office manager? Is that their direct report or is that their manager? How do you do they are they responsible for coaching, you know, a dentist? How do you navigate that? Or even things like um, what are the metrics that we should be tracking on a weekly basis? Or now we have all of these dental groups forming and we have fellow dentist partners or owners. What is their role? How do we work through that? Um, the other thing that we found was tough is other operating systems were just very generic where it was like, you should have processes because processes are important. But we struggled to know, well, what are the processes that we should have as we're growing in particular our dental group? And now we know these are the eight things that you probably need to make sure that you have a process for. How are you going to grow your associates? What's your acquisition process like? Do you have a de novo process? What does it look like for your team member life cycle or revenue cycle management? And so I'm just getting much more specific to dental because a lot of people, they just want like a template or they want to know, like, tell me what other people have done. And within the DEO, they have over 280 members, you know, people who are growing dental groups. And so leveraging that knowledge and putting it in a system where it was like, hey, this is what other people have done that are three steps, five steps, 10 steps ahead of you. Let us just make this much easier for you and help you, you know, along the way rather than you having to guess. And, you know, trial and error is good, but a lot of people are like, just tell me, you know, what some best practices are. Exactly. Yes. Because, yeah, they don't want to go through the trial and error time period because <laughs> right. that could be longer than they may have time for to get to the, the solution they're trying to get to. So you yeah. talked a little bit about the DEO. I'm not sure I even know totally know the answer to this, but do you have some certain here are, you know, the four or five things that you need to be doing to to start to put an operating system in your dental practice? Like do you have those kind of four or five things very high level to kind of give people like at least getting an idea of okay, what does this mean and what do I have to think about? Because it is kind of thinking a little bit outside the dot box for most dental practice owners. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of times, whether it is people come and say, I'm having a cultural issue, or I'm having a team performance issue, or we're, you know, it's just like, we're not growing, uh, we're spending a lot of money, but we're not growing, or even if they think they need new patients, right? Sometimes it's about what is the structure of your organization? So have you outlined it in a way? What are the major departments, right? What do the seats look like? What are the roles and responsibilities and the key performance indicators? So in dentistry, we are definitely very, very high fact finders. We're very analytical and sometimes we overcomplicate things. And so sometimes it's a matter of simplifying things and getting really, really clear where, for example, even like, you know what, if I hire a hygienist, I may not feel the need to have a super clear job description because a hygienist is a hygienist, right? And they should just come and they should do their hygiene things. However, being really, really clear about what the desired outcomes are that you want, not an exhaustive list of tasks, but what are the desired outcomes? And then what are the one to three key performance indicators that they need to be tracking and looking at and making sure that they're on on a weekly basis? As fundamental as that is, it's still necessary inside a dental practice. So again, like what is your org chart, right? Who's responsible for what? Who is doing what? How are we measuring their success? A lot of things that are also really intimidating for dental practices in particular is this idea of tracking performance. You know, you hear people say, I don't want to be production based. And what they mean by that is I don't want to 
overemphasize emphasize dollars over patient care. So there's a nuance in how we talk about numbers and how we teach the team to talk about numbers and how we connect those numbers to patient care and to impact. So sometimes, you know, one of the first things I do is just help people kind of bring down those walls and emphasize even like this idea that if there's no margin, there's no mission, right? Because you've, you've probably had this where people think that the P word, right? Profit is a bad word that we mm -hmm. can't talk about in dentistry. And so, um, again, part of that is just bringing down some walls, changing some mindsets around measuring and tracking performance. So structure, tracking, right? And then how are we meeting together and how are we solving problems? A lot of owners will say, oh, I read Radical Candor or Fierce Conversations. And, and I, I tell my team that I want to know what they're experiencing and what's working and what's not working. But if we don't have these regular habits and expectations and even a very short process, how we come together and solve problems as a group, you're never going to get that from your team. So unfortunately, a lot of dental people will spend thousands of dollars on consultants to say, come in and tell me what's wrong with my business or with my company. When the answers are all within their team, what they actually need is not somebody to tell them what's broken, but what they need is somebody to just tell them how to improve the communication with their team and have these regular habits where it's expected and it's appreciated that it's okay for us to like talk about where we are. The other thing, so I would say maybe the fourth thing is I've had a lot of people that have come to me that said, I'm ready to implement an operating system. I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to scale. But when I get in there, I find that they're missing some really fundamental things about how to grow a practice. So one of the things that we're trying to create some language for in DEO to help solve one of the struggles we've had in the industry is there's not any language that defines, am I a DSO? Am I a group? What does that mean? If I just have a couple locations, there's not a lot of verbiage. So one of the things that we're um, helping define and would love to like share with the industry and would love to see that people start to use this common language is a practice and a business and an organization, right? Where a practice might be, it's completely dependent on that single dentist. If they were to go away, that business falls apart, right? So what are the things that are happening at the practice level? What do they need? What are their pain points? How would we solve that? And then a business is maybe they're starting to add some associates, maybe a location. They've got some systems in place. Maybe they've at least got a couple of managers. And then how do they go from that to an organization, right? Where a well-run organization, they know who they are. They know where they're headed. Their problems are more executive team. It's development. It's funding. It's, you know, all of these things that um, you would assume would, you know, maybe a larger well-run DSO would, would go through. So. My point on going through all that is what I have found is this idea of practice fundamentals. Like, what do I need to happen and be executed flawlessly at the practice level before I should worry about these other things? And so we just recently finished up a series of teaching this practice fundamentals or a performance boot camp where it was things like, what is your patient experience process? How do you simplify that? How do you measure success? Because if that's running well, it's going to lead to greater production. What do you have healthy business systems? Because if you're doing these things well, it's going to lead to better collections. And then what are some real basics in team engagement? You know, morning huddles, KPIs, checking in with team members. And if I can get them focused in really mastering those practice fundamentals, 
then it's easier to add on some of these other things. Like you might not even need to get really super clear on your vision or values until you master some of these how-to things at the practice level. So anyway, structure, tracking, practice fundamentals, those are some of the key things that I think no matter where you are, you could get started with those. Yes. Thank you for summarizing. I was like, wait, what, what were those for you again? Yeah. Um, so it sounds very, I mean, from my perspective, so I've been through this with, you know, dental clients, I've been through it on my side. So I'm, I kind of understand it, but you know, if you're hearing this for the first time, it's probably very overwhelming sounding like there's so much to do. How difficult is it to kind of get started in creating this operating system? How much time and effort does it take? to like start down this path of, hey, you know what? I need to have a better operating system within my practice. Is it a lot of time? Like how scared should they be? <laughs> I guess is the question. Should, I mean, not scared at all. Not scared at all. Um, because right now you're operating with an accidental operating system. And right. so um, <laughs> what's like one good habit that you could start to do? And maybe that is actually measuring some performance, right? And taking a look at it. Maybe it's starting to have a regular cadence of meetings. Even like just struggling through it, create a structured agenda and start to follow, right? Just think about habits. I love the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. You know, that's really, really great one. So, I mean, you could read a bunch of books. You could try to put together your own operating system. You could struggle through this or you could hire a coach. You know, you could, you could join an organization, whether it is us with the dental operating system or you did seek out. You know, there's um, like System and Soul, there's EOS, there's Scaling Up, there's um, probably six others now that have popped up even in the last couple of years. You don't have to struggle. You know, you could absolutely find somebody and utilize a coach. It's like, you know, let's say that you want to learn to run. You could go outside and just run. You know, your body's made to do that. Then maybe you could read a book and you might get a little better, watch some YouTube videos. Or you could hire a coach. You know, if you want to go to the Olympics, you probably definitely want to hire a coach. And what's the specific coach that you need? You know, eventually as you grow, your business gets bigger, it becomes more comp- complex. You're probably going to need specific coaches. You might have hygiene is a real issue. So you need a hygiene coach, but you also need an operating system. You might need Jamie, you know, and her team to help you with finance because you don't have that expertise. So I think it's that's what I do appreciate about most dentists is they are willing, many of the ones I've worked with are really willing to seek out and work with the coach. Yeah. Yeah. We try to encourage our dentists. They're so busy and they have so many things to do that we really encourage that as well. I mean, you know, to your point, like a we come in and we're like, yes, you as a dentist or a surgeon can make deposits in QuickBooks, but really, is that the best use of your time? Probably not, right? What is your billing, hourly billing rate, right? What, what, how much time are you doing that? Even if it's, you know, oh, it just takes a little bit, right? A little bit is still 30 minutes, you know? Can you find something else that you would, you know, that would really benefit the practice? And to the same thing, you can come up with the operating system, do it yourself, but you're so much more valuable doing what you love typically, right? As a dentist, as a surgeon or whatever, that that's where they should spend their time. I try to focus them on that while bringing in people to support them and help their growth. So um, I totally uh, echo that same sentiment, bring in people to help you when, when you're ready and when, when you know that it's really needed and it's really going to drive that success that you're, you're trying to get to. So I love you that. I, and a lot of people have this misconception that they refer to me as a consultant. I really don't like to call myself a consultant at all. 
but I am much more of a, a coach and a facilitator, right? And so mm-hmm. um, the operating system works really, really well with consultants. In fact, I have a nice little group of people that they know me, they trust me, they know that I'm going to support their work. So sometimes they'll meet companies and be like, ah, you know, before I'm going to do my hygiene coaching, or even before I'm going to let you pay me for marketing, you need to go see Josie and her team and get started on an operating system. Because when we help them get clear, right, they're operating at a higher level, you get more out of those coaches and consultants. And we work really well together, because I'm not going to tell you how to run your business, right? They're going to support that specific piece of your business. And so you can, you can still keep all your favorite consultants. Yes, I agree with that as well. Everybody can work together. Collaboration. Collaboration is key. So, you know, practice owners listening may wonder how long, you know, if they decide to go this route, they bring in a coach, like how quickly can they see results? I mean, have you gotten feedback on how quickly? I mean, nothing. One thing is everybody wants it fixed right now, right? So you always have to kind of try to say, well, while it's great, you're thinking about it and we're talking about it and we've discovered it, like it doesn't just get fixed today. You know, it takes some time. So I don't think anybody has expectations of like tomorrow, everything's better. But, you know, are they looking at six months, a year, three years? Like when can they start to see improvements or some like actual results if they start bringing on an operating system? You know, this is a really common question. It's a really great question. And part of it depends on what you mean by, you know, results, right? Is my profit immediately up? Maybe it's not that within a couple of weeks or even a couple of months. But with the operating system, I, so when I work with a client, I, I spend a full day with them. I do my work virtually, but we spend one full day together. And then 30 days later, it's one full day. 30 days later, it's one full day. After that, we meet once per quarter and then two, day, two full days together at the 12 month mark. So when people come to me after, even just in that second session, so 30 days later, I always do a little check-in and see how things are going. And I haven't had anybody that has said they haven't noticed a difference in how the team is functioning, how they're operating. You know, one of my favorite compliments that I get when I work with clients is, you know what, Josie, I realize I actually am sleeping at night. And it's because I know where my business is. I'm communicating more with my team. I know what our priorities are. Also, I think the operating system gives people permission to say no to things that are not a focus right now. And I think you guys even mentioned that in your episode when you were talking about rocks, right? Where it was like when you're in the hustle and bustle, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you start worrying about one little thing that's popped up. And without the discipline of this, we would chase that thing and then we would get distracted and we would get overwhelmed. But this allows us to be very laser focused on the few things that matter and the things that are actually making a difference. So, you know, people come to me again, I'm owners when they say they're sleeping at night because they're not worried about their business, even though maybe they're still draining cash, they at least have transparency on that. And we know we have specific items to stop that, right? And to get to the point where we're working on that. Or team members who have said, I actually feel like I found my confidence and I found my voice and I've never been happier in in what we're doing. And that's even just after the first session. So you can imagine what it looks like six months, 12 months down the line, 24 months down the line. So, um, you know, I think it depends on how we're defining success, but many people come feeling much better about things even after that 30, you know, that first session. Yeah. I would definitely second that too. I feel like small changes, maybe you make one small change and 
a few weeks. And like, yeah, it maybe it hasn't turned your whole business around, but mindset's huge. And I can say that, you know, just turning your mindset around into a different perspective can really make you feel better about things, know that you have things moving in the right direction. So it can give you a lot of relief. And like, to your point, while it doesn't mean there aren't a hundred balls up in the air and you're not quite sure if they're all going to land where they need to, like, you know, there's a plan, you know, you can say, Hey, I'm not going to get to this, this quarter. And that's okay. I'm working on these three things and they have to be the priority. So many people try to prioritize 10 things and it's like, it's great to, you know, try to be that person who can do it all, but not if it's going to wear you out and drain you and make you stress. Like, that's not the point. And I feel like this gives, when everybody's talking and everybody knows what everyone's doing, you know that, you know that about somebody else. I know she's not pushing that off because she's being lazy. She's doing four other things and those things need her attention and we have to push it. You know, when you have those conversations, I think, you know, just knowledge and communication within some of these processes is half the battle. <laughs> because if you just are communicating and knowing what's going on, you don't feel left in the dark. And like something's, you know, like, I just didn't know that everybody. And I think your regular meetings, you, you talked about that as part of, I think, part of the fundamentals, like, you just need to be meeting with a kind of set agenda where you're talking about things, talking about priorities and who's doing what and why. And it keeps everybody on the same page. And I think that's half the battle <laughs> of all of this. Like if I were to pinpoint something like, we're doing lots of things differently, but like keeping everyone on the same page and moving in the same direction and having those check-ins and, you know, hey, we, you know, we decided all these great things we're going to do this quarter and we're all going to go do them and we're going to touch point, but we're going to stop in 30 days or, you know, you know, a quarter, 90 days and say, hey, did we do those things? Are we on track? And if you're meeting regularly, you don't have the stress of, did we do that? Like, wait, I just shoved that to the side, right? These things that you're talking about are things that start to become ingrained. It's not something you create the annual plan. Woo, this is great. You're all in. And then you put it over here and you go and do all the things the same <laughs> way you used to. Like this is truly, you know, changing how you do things, you know, monthly, quarterly, weekly, like things have to change in order to actually see improvements. So I love that about the operating system. Yeah. You know, one of my clients that I started working with probably last May he said, Josie, what I love about this is that I just feel like we've done more in the last five months than we've done in three years because we're actually committing to it and we're finishing it. And before it was like, we would always come up with things and never finish them. But the fact that it's like, we're just doing this and we're, you know, checking it off as we go. He said, I just feel like we've been more productive and made more progress in these five months than we have in three years. So you know, it's, it's the stuff like that, that makes you super excited and, you know, want to share that with everybody. So they can always do it. It's totally different to say, oh, I'll do this and put it on a piece of paper and everybody asks you about it every week. Then <laughs> like, you've got to be very specific about those things that you're putting on that list. Right. Because it's not just like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And I can get to that. No, like, no, everyone's going to ask you on a consistent basis. And again, there's times I'm like, you know what? That's not happening this quarter. Like I really hoped it would, you know, but it's going to have to move. But like it really makes you think about it and have to communicate and have to think about it and not just say, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. To the point you're making, a lot of times you commit to lots of things, but don't do anything because there's too many things you've overcommitted and you don't have the time to actually do it. Now you actually think about it before you say, let me put that down because you're going to ask me and I'm going to be accountable for it. And I think accountability is another really 
big takeaway from the operating system is you have to be accountable for the things you say you're going to do. They, you don't have to always do them. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to communicate about them. So I think that's that's really huge too. Um, so you've talked a little bit about the DEO and some you know things you guys are doing. Do you offer these services? Does your team you know help dental practices? Can you talk a little bit about you know who might be a good fit for that? Because I don't know if it's for everyone because the DEO is a pretty big organization. Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like, how people can reach out to you and get involved in that. If, you know, after talking, you know, listening today, they're like, wow, this is amazing. You know, we need to do that. Yes, absolutely. So um, the DEO, what, like it's it's gone through some evolution, especially with Eric and I joining and us building the operating system. Where in the past, the DEO has primarily been a mastermind. So it's just been about really great community, about connections you know, rubbing, you know, shoulders with other people who are doing this. What I love about the DEO community is it's just so abundant minded. People are very open to share. You know, sometimes people who have great big, you know, successful organizations will hand over their playbook, you know, to people in their mastermind or whatever. So anyway, it's primarily been a mastermind, but now as it's evolving, it's really going to have two arms. So we will still have the mastermind for people who really want to be in a mastermind and learn from others and have that, you know, just deep connections for other people who are there and who can get it because it can be very lonely, absolutely, to grow a dental group, right? And feel like you're on an island and um, it's so nice to have that community. Um, but we're also looking at creating more like departmental specific type of masterminds, which I know you participated in the finance forum, yes. right? The finance mastermind, but putting marketing professionals together or operational professionals together so they can continue to learn from each other. But then the other arm that is not mastermind is more going to be this training and development, more of like the how to's. So um, people can come and they can learn the dental operating system in a group setting. You know, we have got monthly webinars on um, different pieces or parts of the operating system. They can come, they can bring their team, they can, you know, then take that back in and execute and implement that with, with their team. So for example, maybe I'm talking about how to have effective meetings. They might sit in a webinar with me and with their peers, but then they go back to their team and really execute on it. So that's one way you can take in the operating system is just as a DEO member. The other way that you can take it in is through private coaching or implementation. So like what I do with our, you know, our similar clients, um, I also have other coaches that are available that they are taking on clients. So they meet in full day sessions. And so that's like the faster, better, you know, farther, like we want to implement the operating system and go deep because we work in full day sessions and customize that to their business. So instead of telling you, hey, you know, you should, you should have a good way to track um, and have like a scoreboard, right? We're going to build it with you rather than tell you, you should go figure out what your priorities are for this 90 days. We build it with you. So that's like a done with you. So that is private um, coaching that we do with just us and the executive team of the dental group. What the other thing that I recognized was a struggle was when we were using the operating system, we also had a private coach, but we had to teach our team. And that was really difficult, like having them come in, having to teach them the language, show them why we do things differently. It was a lot of time and energy, and it was really hard for us to get it throughout the entire organization. We want to solve that by training teams. So having, you know, we have an entire portal with thousands of hours of training and education on any topic you could probably come up with related 
to building a dental group um, that you could take and, and learn from it, but also just that continuous training for teams. So you don't have to bear that entire burden of training your team, but they can come learn from me how to use the language, what it means to have values, what it means to have a vision, what it means to be tracking my performance and, and having these different, we also have a pretty robust culture section and it's built specifically for millennial and Gen Z. So before we were in DEO, that was my Joyful People program. And so this is now part of our operating system. So we have a much more robust cultural piece within the operating system. Uh, so anyway, we, we also hope to train the team. Now, the other benefits of being a DEO member is we have private events several times a year. And so those are two-day like intensive events. So like in August, we will do one that is all about leading and managing people. That's great for owners. It's great for managers that they will get to learn from us. And, you know, they'll walk away with like a complete people process with worksheets and guides and coaching and training and practice so they can take and implement it. And then we've got, you know, private Facebook communities. What also a lot of people don't realize is the partner team that we have at DEO. So um, Jake Poole and Darren Akopan were kind of the original partners that purchased DEO from Mark Cooper. And then he added Emmett Scott, who's the CEO of Community Dental Partners and the current president of the ADSO, and Ken Kaufman, who you know is Emmett's CFO and just incredible, and then added Eric Roman and I. So our partner team is full of these really experienced people who are, you know, helping build dental groups. So that's who the DEO is. That's what we do. Um, as far as like who is DEO a good fit for, you know, for us, we also really live by our core values. And so are, are you growing? Are you grateful? Are you helpful? You know, are you humble? And so they need to be open-minded people who are willing to share you know, willing to learn, willing to grow. People who don't want to share a lot about themselves or what they're doing, they don't fit well, I think, in the community. But it's really for dental entrepreneurs who believe in a future bigger than themselves. So 1.5 million in revenue is kind of that base mark where people start to come in up to, we've got people doing over 100 million in revenue. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you definitely have to be able to share as I sat through the annual meeting and you have to be very vulnerable. And I think if you're not open to doing that, it's just not going to be as impactful. So it was yeah, great to see that, you know, people let down their guard and they tell you why they're doing things or why they do things a certain way. And it's, you know, I think it really can have teams bond in a really special way. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's awesome. And if anybody's interested in just learning more about DEO, we do have a growth summit open to anybody in the industry in June in Phoenix, which is a really, really great event. Yes, I was lucky enough to attend the one in uh, Orlando back yes. in the fall. I guess it was November, almost winter. So that was a really great experience. Got to meet a lot of really amazing people. As you said, I've, you know, I'm part of that finance group with Ken Kaufman. So it was really great to meet them and just, you know, talk, talk about some of the things that, you know, challenges you're facing or things you're going through. And it's nice to have people to bounce ideas and questions off of. So I highly rec recommend the DEO group as well. They're so, you know, there's so much um, to be gained, I think, and knowledge, like you said, to be shared. So that's amazing. Is there a good place as far as like website? How do they reach out? What's the best way for people to get a hold or in touch with you or the team there so that they can get more information? Yes. So uh, deodentalgroup.com is our website. 
You can find me on social for Instagram. It's hygienist and heels. It's just Jocelyn Sewell. Jocelyn is my real name. Josie's my nickname that I prefer to go by on Facebook. And then, um, so you can reach out to me on social. And then we do offer a growth accelerator call for anybody who's interested um, to see if the DEO is a good fit for you and share with you some of our products and services. And that's uh, with Darren. So I've got a link to his calendar. I'll just give it to you. You guys can share it if you like. Perfect. That would be great. So I think we're at the end of our time. Do you just want to have, do you have any last thoughts or closing ideas that you just want people to take away from our discussion today? You know, in dentistry, in leadership, or even especially in growing a dental company, it can feel really lonely. It can feel very daunting. And I think that our message is that you don't have to do this alone. And we also are want to be open and honest that this stuff is just really stinking hard. Uh, but it doesn't have to be when you're surrounded by the right people and when you have some very simple steps how to go forward. So, you know, one of the things that is super important to me, it's almost like, you know, you ask people like, what makes you mad or what makes you angry? What drives you, you know? And um, as I've seen a lot of changes happen in dentistry from outside forces and things that are coming in, what's super important to me is that the future of dentistry belongs in the hands of the people who you know, really should be driving it. And that's our clinicians, that's our professionals, that's the people who really care about what we do and the service that we offer to the world. And so I believe strongly that by helping dentists gain better control of their business, then they can have more success with that. And they also have more time and more freedom and more mental space to help drive the future of this industry in a way that benefits the community, benefits patients, benefits our teams. And so, um, you know, this is just one problem that we want to help solve in the industry, because as we do know, we know that it leads to better patient care, it leads to better outcomes. It also leads to healthier, happier dental professionals. And that's what we need right now more than anything. Well, thank you so much for that. That was a perfect um, wrap up. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I am going to turn it back over to Megan. Do you have any last minute closing? thoughts, questions, Megan, or have we wrapped it pretty well? I think you've done perfect ladies. And thank you so much, Josie and Jamie. I just want to let everybody know that we will link to all resources discussed during this episode in the show notes for this episode as well. PJSCPAS.com forward slash nine two. And just want to graciously thank both of you for joining us and sharing all of your knowledge to our dental community today. Thanks so much for having me. This was great. Thanks for joining us. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.